Thanks for joining us for this Field Talk podcast. Convention season for ag groups has kicked off across Minnesota with several groups having held their annual meetings in the past weeks. One of the featured speakers at the recent Minnesota Farm Bureau Federation convention was Veronica Nye, economist for the American Farm Bureau. The Linder Farm Network's Linda Brecky had a conversation with Veronica Nye about some of the key issues she sees in agriculture right now. First of all, I thought you had some really interesting comments on diesel. Is there actually a supply issue or is it just getting the diesel to where it needs to be? There is a supply struggle. Um, when we look at total refinery capacity, we're down about 4% uh, as far as production is concerned relative to where we were pre-COVID. Uh, and then when you add in the fact that the Russian supplies of petroleum products from which we use to drive diesel is also down, um, we're, we're short in the, on the supply side, certainly. Uh, I'd also note that the f- the fall and the winter tend to be high demand season for diesel uh, as we're looking at trucks out on the road trying to fill retailer shelves before the holidays, increased demand on, on the ag side, and, and home heating is a big deal for, for distillate uh, fuels. So you've got a, a little bit of a, a short side on the, on the supply side and then increased demand on net. It means we're down on the number of days of diesel on hand. But do you think it's something that uh, is going to cause an even bigger issue, or you think it's controllable? I think it's controllable. Um, you know, folks, unfortunately, are going to continue to see elevated prices, and uh, that certainly uh, is is a negative for anybody paying them. Um, but 25 days on of supply on hand is, is relative to usual or about 32 days on hand. So we're down, you know, 18, 20 percent. Uh, but I, I think the, it certainly has the White House's attention. They're talking with refiners. The refiners are doing what they can to change their product mix to favor diesel as opposed to, to gasoline. Um, I don't think we're going to run out of, of diesel, but uh, we might see some, some more interesting uh, developments on the horizon as far as what stations are uh, filled and where folks are actually able to, to get a, a full tank and at, the price, at a price point that makes sense for them. And fertilizer. You were saying Brazil actually gets fertilizer from Russia? That's right. Um, so there's a number of countries who have put sanctions on, on Russia. Um, and as a result, Russia has decided not to trade with those countries in the same way. And the United States, Europe, a lot of the large economies of the world are among those that Russia has chosen not to trade with. Uh, but that means that China, India, Brazil, Argentina, some of those larger uh, farm economies uh, and large uh, population centers of the world are trading with Russia and therefore are able to get access to fertilizer, uh, petroleum, uh, natural gas in in ways that we we don't have access to. Are we going to have problems in 2023? We're going to continue, unfortunately, to see uh, elevated prices for, for fertilizer. Um, similar to what we saw in 2022. How about the lower Mississippi trying to get the supply up north too? Yeah, no, that's an excellent point. Um, certainly the, the low river levels are, are a hindrance to U.S. exports, but uh, the other element of that is, as you alluded to, we get a, a lot of imported product product comes up the river. Um, so certainly keeping an eye on that, uh, hoping for a snowpack this year that brings those river levels back up so that that supply can, can find its uh, market. And interest rates and in farming and inflation in farming. Yeah, uh, inflation is certainly uh, something that we've all 
top of mind, right? At 7.7% uh, year over year. Um, it's, it's certainly high, much higher than the 2% the Fed's comfortable with. Uh, the Fed has been trying to bring that int- those inflation rates down by increasing interest rates. Uh, those interest rates uh, with, you know, three-quarter of a point increase uh, at, at every meeting uh, is hard on, on, on folks. It's hard on, on businesses. Um, and the Fed is hoping to restrict demand for, uh, for, uh, for financial products, for, for money. Uh, unfortunately, I think the, the result of that and what a lot of the folks, what folks are talking about is, does that lead to recession? Um, because increasing interest rates has a tendency to uh, not have an immediate impact on inflation. It's usually about a nine-month delay. So um, if the Fed continues to aggressively increase interest rates, hoping for an, an immediate impact on inflation, we might see those interest rates raise higher to higher levels than they actually need to be. And so, in the meantime, it puts a pinch on farmers with land and equipment. Absolutely, it does. Anybody who's looking to expand their operation uh, with a finance product is, is going to continue to be challenged. And input costs go up, so hopefully our grain prices stay up. Yeah, one, one hopes that, that grain prices remain elevated, uh, but that, you know, that's that's a challenge to to hope for that as hope is not part of a good business plan so uh, we we're looking forward to, to better um, prices in 2023 but they're certainly not guaranteed whereas those increases in input prices have uh, seem to be fairly baked in at this point in the the market basket survey on our Thanksgiving dinner is interesting because the farmer's share is not that high. No, nope. cost has gone up. Yeah, about eight percent of the total marketing uh, or what we spend in the grocery store is actually attributable attributable to production cost. So when we're looking at a twenty percent increase year over year in the cost of the Thanksgiving basket, uh, it's certainly not farmers getting rich uh, in that significant increase. It's what, how much of a percentage on the for the farmer on that dollar? About 8%. And what was the highest uh, price increase this year? Was that turkey? You know, one would think so. A turkey rose by 21%. The overall basket increased by 20%. Um, and turkey was 21%. So turkey is about 45% of the total. So of course, that's a major contributing factor. But actually, the price of stuffing was the largest increase, almost 70% increase. And you know, I think um, most of the time, those processed products are where we tend to see a smaller de- uh, increase. But this year's unique, uh, because food processors have really been challenged with packaging, with distribution, with those high diesel prices, all of the elements that go into their, their product elevated wheat prices all of their their prices are have been increasing uh and that has certainly seen uh, sort of a buck of the of the usual that we've see these processed products with such incredible increases but if we just sat and ate cranberries we'd be in good shape yeah indeed <laughs> cranberries were the only elements of the basket that declined uh we saw a small price decline in, in cranberries. Um, you know, that's I think in large part attributable to the fact that we had a, about a four percent increase in pro- cranberry production this year. Um, and when only about five percent of total cranberry production is is consumed fresh, if marketers change that uh, that share that's consumed fresh even a little, it means a lot more supply out there. So yeah, eat a lot of cranberries this year, I folks. Thanks for joining us and be sure to check out our other podcasts on Apple, Spotify, and on the LinderFarmNetwork.com.